Big Sloth. It's not no joke. These dudes don't even respect us. They just chalk us up to be some poor ghetto boys from the south side that don't even have a pot to piss in. And that's not even us. We're them boys used to go down to the guards and skate our asses off. Now, I know I was the one against going over there. But now, fellas, we gotta go there. Get back on top, no matter what. We need to kick ass at the skate off come August. I see somebody got their balls off way away. Yeah, whatever. You just stop wearing purple panties and start putting lotion on your ashy butt. Hey, where we from, y'all? Southside! Hey, everybody. I'm Joel Murphy. And I'm Andy McIntyre. And this is Silver Linings Playback, the podcast where we watch maligned movies and we find their silver linings. And for good or for ill, it is the end of Guests Get Revenge Month. Uh, and we have a wonderful guest making her return. Uh, you might know her from many appearances on the show Top Chef, or more importantly, from Stephanie Knows Some Shit, the <laughs> hottest new food-based podcast on the internet. Uh, welcome back, Stephanie Smar. How are you doing? Hi, everybody. I'm so excited not to have to do the intro because I can never figure it out. <laughs> I, I actually had a moment where that was the thing. I was like, which show is this? Like, I'm looking at two people I do shows with. What do I say at the beginning? Before we started this, I was like, you don't have to be the one asking the questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this you get relaxing. This is just you get the I easy am. spot. Yeah, I took a shower before this. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes so, I yeah. want to take a shower after some of the movies that we watched on this show. Oof. Yeah. But not Roll Bounce. No, no, no. This one no. was delightful. Yeah. A delightful <laughs> movie, right? It really is. Yeah. I, so I'll be honest. I had never heard of this movie until you suggested it. There's not a lot. Of, that's not a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. I that's feel like, not a stretch. Yeah. I feel like usually I have like at least a like passing familiarity with the movies on here even if i haven't seen them but this one yeah I, I don't even know if it's maligned as much as it's just not known like it just yeah it was really i think it was the beginning of lil bow wow's movie career and i also think it's when he might have decided to start to like get rid of the lil i saw that bow wow you I, know what i mean because he was still little 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 bow wow that right I no, I caught that in the. That's how he's credited. He's credited as Bow Wow in this film. Not yeah. He yeah, dropped. Do we do? Do any of us call him that? <laughs> well, I mean, now he's trying to get credited as Shad Morris, and that's just not going to uh, happen. No. Yeah. But he is. Oh, bless his soul. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So you were on to discuss. Was it simply irresistible? The yes. the magical. I I've actually been yeah. in therapy since I watched that movie. So yeah, good. Yeah, uh, but yeah, simply irresistible. The uh, Sean Patrick Flannery, Gwyneth, or uh, Sarah just or Sarah Michelle Geller. There, you there go. we go. I got yeah. there. Running through all the rom com stars of the late nineties and early aughts, mm -hmm. um, and she played a chef 
who had a magical crab that granted wishes. Yeah. Uh, so there was no chance of you picking a worse movie. Yeah. I didn't think so. Like, I felt really confident in just like my life choices when I chose this movie. And to be honest, I didn't even think about the fact that it needed to be of a certain caliber. I was just like, if I have to sit and revisit a video, a movie, what is not going to torture me? And then it came to me like thunder. Mm hmm. I was like, I highly doubt Andy and Joe have seen Roll Bounce. And you were I, right. was, I knew it existed. I had not seen it before. Um, and we have done better reviewed movies on this podcast, but this movie does not have horrible reviews. So I think and the fact that it's, it's sort of unknown. Um, the director, Malcolm Lee, has a pretty impressive filmography. And I would say that this is probably one that gets ignored sometimes because this was fairly early on. But he did like the best man barbershop movies uh, did a lot of really great stuff um, and really popular stuff. So uh, yeah, this is just another one. This is early on. And I think I'm, I'm excited to talk about roll bounce. See, I love that you have those kind of statistics and facts. Cause I was going to come and be like, do you know who's on the soundtrack? Ray J. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's all I got guys. More important. Mm -hmm. Cause I was like, why are we still making music or like back in the day, like somebody would put him on an album, but that's cool. 2005 was a wild time. <laughs> um, yes. And I can tell you exactly where I was in life when I first came upon this movie. Yes, please. Um, Andy, do your students listen to this? Like if I talk about like smoking pot and stuff, <laughs> you're good. Okay. So I was at Johnson and Wales and I was just a big stoner and I hate at Johnson and Wales. The hell? No, I know. <laughs> Paul's fails Johnson and Wales. Good God. <laughs> Don't whatever. It's fine. It's um, a good culinary program, though. It's an amazing culinary program, but uh, I was not an amazing culinary student. Yeah. No, one um, of my best friends who's a chef uh, was a Johnson and Wells alum, too. Or when I we all do it. I, yeah. Yeah. So we all do it. Um, but so I had this boyfriend, Gus, and he lived in a fraternity house. And somehow this movie came on and we're all smoking and we're all just like being goobers. I was <laughs> I was in the movie. <laughs> I wasn't just watching the movie. I was like inspired to roller skate. I can't even rollerblade. I can't even ice skate. I was like, this is the gym. And I love disco music just naturally, like not as an everyday listen. But, you know, when you can't when I really can't think of something to listen to, I always go to Earth, Wind and Fire. I, I, I'm not I don't listen to a ton of disco, but I'll be honest, I'm never mad when like some of those real 70s like disco soul jams come on. And I'm like, yeah, I'm here never for mad. it. Never, never mad. mad. Never mad. So I. Just absolutely like the movie's just spectacular. And I'm like sitting there eating Cheetos and drinking Snapple Apple. That was like my combo. Can't even talk <laughs> about it. And I, I was obsessed. I was obsessed from the beginning to the end. I loved the There's one actor, the guy with the big afro. He's a young guy. He's part of the gang who was in so many great movies between 99 and 2007 i want to say i don't know who he is he's wonderful i immediately recognized him from old school mm -hmm. when i watched yeah. this well, there yeah. you go yep there's yeah. coach there's carter place that he's from yeah so yeah it's rick gonzalez is his name rick gonzalez big fan yeah he's he he's like a that guy he's you know he's like yeah. he's he had a he was in his glory from like 2000 to 2007 just you know being like that sidekick type character and so good at it. Like, none of us complained that he was there. No. 
So did you actually end up roller skating? Like, did you, nope, did you, you didn't have a roller skate? Okay. Absolutely not. Um, I had rollerbladed in my youth as every child does. And one time I was wearing little shorts and I skid on my butt so hard <laughs> that that was the end of like a six wheel program for me. Oh no. No more. Yeah. Did- did either of you have, so I had this when I was a kid, which was the, like when I was in elementary school, there was a roller skating rink and they would have, I don't know if it was once a month, but it was, I felt like it was fairly regularly that like our school would have like a roller skating night at the roller skating rink. So I like, so much. yeah, I was always terrible at it. I never got good, but I remember that, that like we had a regular roller skating thing. Cause we were all, I think all of us were like you know, born in the eighties. So that was like the, I would imagine the, the dying, the death rattle of roller skating rinks was probably yeah, the 1980s. Yeah. yeah. My elementary school, we would have roller skating parties in our gym. Oh, wow. Ooh, even better. Yeah. I also, I'm endlessly fascinated by the fact that I found out later in life, my dad who looks like Santa Claus or like, you know, Kenny Rogers or something like that. Now, hmm. apparently, ap- yes, <laughs> apparently in high school, he worked at the roller skating rink and was something of like, uh, you know, like he wasn't he, like a, the guy, was he? Was he, he was. sweetness? Yeah, I think my dad, let, let's give my dad a lot of credit and say that he was sweetness at the roller skating rink because I did, I was, I witnessed a woman that went to high school with my dad coming up to him and kind of fawning over. Did she just start like wiping sweat from his brow? Yes, that's exactly what happened. And my dad Dabbing. ripped his shirt open and. <laughs> immediately start your dad was a rinker he was huh? yeah he apparently he could skate backwards which was very impressive to the ladies you know he could do that couple skate backwards so damn. damn yeah so that was you know it's always fascinating when you learn these things about your parents like they were people before they had oh you. i can no no yeah. no they my parents <laughs> their life began with me Fair <laughs> so Thing beyond before that didn't exist i've seen pictures don't believe them yeah yeah I unfortunately have older siblings that imply that there was something before me. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm the oldest. Yeah. Well done. So you be like, it's all about me. Yeah. I'm the youngest. So it's all about me, too. Like, that's sort of yeah, how that's that, that middle child. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's totally unrelated to this, but uh, I'm significantly younger than my brothers. But my middle brother was born to be a middle child. It took eight years, <laughs> but it was it was bound to happen that he was exhibiting all of the traits. <laughs> I love that. My middle brother was definitely a middle brother. And my younger, my youngest brother, though, does not read as the youngest. Probably because I'm more immature than him. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, it works. Um, just I think it's going to be a shorter portion of this podcast. Let's dig into why this maybe this movie was maligned. Didn't get the, the can I, recognition that it deserved. I Can I say one thing? And Stephanie, I did really enjoy this movie and I'm glad you picked it. But I will say if we are in the maligning portion. It did not need to be one hour and 50 minutes long. I think yes. we could have cut 20 minutes out of this movie. I was going to say it could have gotten 20 minutes longer. Yeah. If this was a <laughs> 90 <laughs> No, but I, yeah, if it was a 90 minute movie to me, I would have loved it. I've just, and I still enjoyed it, but I was like, this could be shorter. Like, this is long. This yeah. is long. We're still, we're still doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. There's a lot of, uh, and excuse the pun, but wheel spinning in this movie. Um, <laughs> yes, there were points night, where everybody. I was like, am yeah. I high or is this just still happening? It's definitely, it, it's a bit unfocused in the beginning. I feel like, like once they get to the tournament, it's really hitting, you know, like we're, we're really have momentum. But the early stuff, there's a lot of just like 
scenes that are sort of I mean, look, I I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy the scenes with the garbage. I men. know you did because you're smiling. Nobody yeah. can see your smile, Joel. But yeah. Joel is grinning ear to ear and he had a bad day at work. So, <laughs> that's how but like I loved the garbage men scenes, obviously, like they were fun. But did we need those? You know what I mean? There was there was definitely some like, you know, I think. Seeing Mike Epps and Charlie Murphy playing a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern-esque <laughs> chorus throughout the movie was much needed, and I could have done with more of them. But fair enough. Well, I'm wrong. You know, who knows? Um, no, I think I think I agree that this movie is a little bit long. Uh, I also think like a little paint by numbers, a little like, paint by numbers. That's I, probably why I love it. It is, but I will say, you know, and this is skipping ahead probably, but the ending surprised me a little bit. Like, as much as it, like, followed a familiar, like, underdog's pattern, went went a different direction in the end. It went went the Rocky ending and not, like, the Bad News Bears ending. Yeah. Or the Mighty Ducks ending. Because the Bad News Bears lost in the original one. The Bad News Bears did lose in the original. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they, like, lose it. I think they throw a tantrum or, you know, they start wrecking stuff. Because they're actual bears. That's the twist. Yeah. <laughs> they steal picnic baskets. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I mean, this movie is like it hits all the beats and it hits like all the, the points and everything. Um, and that's probably why it may have gone unnoticed just because it's not doing anything new. But it's a it's a fun ride. I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed watching this, um, especially compared to like the happening. <laughs> I've never even seen that, but when I looked at the lineup, I was like, Mark Wahlberg, love him. M. Night Shyamalan scares me, but I know he's good. And then it just kept going, and it was like John Leguizamo's in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Love. Yeah. But I got it. I got it. No, yeah. I just, after Simply Irresistible, it had to be something I knew mm-hmm. I could sit through. <laughs> I that still impressed. had like a tinge of irony to just, it, where it was like, oh, this is it. I'm just impressed you came back on the show after we made you watch that. So that's that's a testament. I forget to, easy. Yeah. <laughs> I forget easy. Actually, that was honestly one of my favorite podcasts that I've ever done because it was so I was like fire fired up about what I went through. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe the fact that I got through it. So actually, after that original episode, I was like, I don't think I watch a lot of movies. At all. Like, I watch a lot of old classics over and over, like To Catch a Thief, Roman Holiday, um, just like those kind. Like, I'm a real big old movie girl. Yeah. Keep my attention throughout. I don't. The last movie I saw had Marlon Brando and. I don't want to say Elizabeth. What is her name? She's got she's got a big nose. She's an old, old actress. No, no. I'll think of it. I'll think of it. It'll come at some point. But it was it was an old movie remastered to be in a movie theater. Mm. Like that's where I am. Oh, my God. It's my jam. Those are fun experience. I I always enjoy like um, sort of near where I live in Maryland. There's like the AFI theater and they always rerun old classic movies. And that's super awesome. There's a place in Brookline, Massachusetts that I will drive to if they're playing one that like really catches my attention. Yeah, they have the there's like the Quentin Tarantino, the new Beverly theater here that's like owned by Quentin Tarantino that always has old movies. Of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. You wow, you can see old movies in L.A. Can't believe no. it. In L.A. <laughs> in Jeff, L.A. Jeff and Tacos in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> 
She go for a hike and then watch a movie in LA. <laughs> Does he bust your balls like this all the time? No, I like this. This is great. This is- <laughs> I was like, I can't believe yeah. he lives in LA. I will say, Andy, and actually, Stephanie, I was I think I was telling Stephanie this, but you might appreciate. I've been watching We Own This City because I miss the Baltimore we accent so much, oh, and yeah. it is a tour gotta, de force. I have to watch it still, but I'm so excited. <laughs> the 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 fact that a character busted another character's balls for mispronouncing Patron, and he was like, "It's Patron." <laughs> Like it was fantastic. Like, yeah. So I do uh, miss no, that I, silly I, accent. I, I saw I saw Molly share that on her Instagram and I was very happy. I was like, I need to yeah. watch this yeah. whole show. We've um, become a very strange family. I talked to I talked to Joel as much as I talked to my best friend, I think. Which means Joel's just slowly moving up the, the rung of the ladder. three I'm, friends that I have. I'm, so he's like number two right now. Yeah. If Lindsay's nice. listening, I'm coming for you. She's coming. <laughs> she will fight. <laughs> She's texting me now. And I, did you guys see me throw my phone? I was oh. like, "That's enough. We are focusing." <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I figured it out. It was the big sleep. That oh, was the last movie. movie that I saw. Lauren oh, McCall, yeah. not a big nose. I'm thinking of Angelica Houston, totally different movie. That's yeah. Uh, that's it, it's funny. That's in my HBO queue. Is the big sleep? Like it's I, such I, a good movie. I want to see it's it. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Though. It's. I, I weirdly I picked the big chill before the big sleep, which were the two on HBO that I wanted to watch. So the the more modern. Yeah. You, you chose wrong. I did choose right wrong. Now. Yeah. Anyway. But that's not what either we're way, roll yeah. bounce. Yeah. Sorry, roll bounce, little bow wow, Ray J and Life Freak. Yeah. Oh man. And that's the movie, guys. Yep, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else? I mean, there's not really I I don't know if this counts as malign. Well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna malign Bow Wow as a character because I as much as I enjoyed this movie. And I understand. I loved the scene, and it was great. But I, he wrecked his dad's car and did not fix it. Destroyed I, it. I was furious. And Curtis about was that. going through so much. He had just <laughs> lost his wife. Like, yeah. I, you guys can't see it. I have goosebumps that are like, <laughs> and I just showered in shape. Like they're all over my body again. I have to go back in. I think that's like this is a sign that I know that I, like I'm getting older. Where it's like I can still relate to the kids in the movie, and I still enjoy them. But I'm like, your dad. <laughs> He's holding he has it down. been restoring that. He lost his job as an aeronautic engineer yeah. and is a janitor now. Like, bow yeah. wow, no. Yeah, like, he's he's holding it down for two kids. He's he's keeping it together. He's very supportive of you. And you just wrecked this car and, like, are not... Re- like, I really thought there was going to be a resolution to that. And there wasn't. And I was kind of mad about it in the end. Who knows? It could be still sitting in the driveway. Yeah. So, that That's, was... Yeah. We never got roll bounce, too. Uh, Which is Where they become car racers. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's uh, uh, Chai McBride. He ended up, that's how, it, it actually connects to Gone in 60 Seconds. He's the same character. In and B- Fast and the Furious. <laughs> yeah. Because Bow Wow starts racing cars in Tokyo. To be like his dad. That was the who, best one. Yeah, to be like his dad who steals cars in Gone in 60 Seconds. So it is all right. connected. Yeah. Yeah, it's all World related. It's so small. It's a cinematic universe. The uh, roll bounce, Gone in 60 Seconds. Fast and yeah. Furious universe. Also, if anyone from the Fast and Furious is listening, I know they're saying they're going to stop at 10, but if they do 11, maybe roller skates. Maybe maybe take it a step back and instead of cars. Yeah, drift. You can drift in skates. Yeah, it's like all this stuff. It's just like Fast and Furious, but it's on roller skates. Like they're doing drag racing type, like roller like skating. Like a gas heat. shortage, like yeah, there actually yeah. is. And, you know, yeah, yeah, I they, get it. That, so, you know what else kind of bothered me? And I think this is just because I'm a woman. 
I didn't like the fact that that kid, that girl got her braces removed and he was like, oh, I love Yeah. Oh. I was like, ooh, uh, ooh. No, when they, yeah. yeah so, so first of all, that kid, let, let's give a shout out to Journey Smollett, who I did not know was in this movie as well, which was very. She was so cute. Yeah, she was delightful. So but yeah, they totally did the like, she's got a ponytail and braces. You know, I thought she was going to end up with Bow Wow. Like, I thought they were setting I was, up. I was shipping them the whole time over yeah. the other girl. Yeah, I thought they were setting up for the classic like rom com. He's interested in this one girl. I thought the the that girl was going to end mm-hmm. up with sweetness, and then he was going to realize the true love was in front of him the whole time. But no, the his shitty friend who was mean to her the whole time yeah. got her. I didn't like that either. Yeah, I didn't, was, I didn't care for that part. That is justifiably maligned for this movie. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, I just googled what maligned meant just to make sure that I was on point. <laughs> <laughs> Malign. <laughs> um, but yeah. Although, like, the scene when uh, Shy McBride is, like, upset about uh, Lil Bow Wow making out with his girlfriend, and then Journey Smollett's mom starts to get upset, like, that little parallel scene was, was fun. That was nice. Yeah. Journey but, hasn't done much since that movie. Oh. Well, she's oh, sort of an in-person right okay. now. Well, is for, she? Yeah, I so. Only, uh, hold on. <gasps> no, no, no. I'm thinking of the other girl. I'm thinking of his yeah. little sister. Oh. Yeah, uh, no. whoever the cute little girl was. Yeah. Oh no, not his sister. No, this yeah. is the one that she made out a, with Brandon. No, Journey Smollett. I'm not, I'm thinking the wrong person. Yeah, Journey Smollett. Who uh, everyone stop what you're doing and watch Birds of Prey, which is a criminally underrated comic book movie that I loved. But she plays Black Canary in that, and she's going to be Black Canary in another DC movie. But also Lovecraft Country. Yeah, she does like a lot of stuff these days. Yeah, as yeah, Andy that's said. not who I was thinking of. God, after she's being gorgeous. after yeah. being Stephanie's best friend on Full House for a hot second. <laughs> Do you know how much that? joy that brought me in my life that I shared a name with her? Nice. Like, yeah. unimaginable joy. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, thinking of, hold on, I'm going to find her name. Guys, this is why I shouldn't have a computer, because I can just look up these fun little facts. Uh, like, oh, like I can't say her name. Bussesui? Irvin? The girl, the little girl that played Sonia, his little sister. I mm. her making googly eyes at sweetness. Sweetness. Was, yeah. It, that like, was always funny. That was always funny. And the fact that like I loved the moment where he so he's rolling by at one point. I guess I'm pivoting to silver linings. I don't know. I don't think there's anything else. Yeah, let's do it. But uh, but there's one point where he's rolling by and he like kisses his fingertips and he touches them to her cheek and she does the classic like she passes out, but then she stays passed out for like five minutes. And I really enjoyed that. And that's that's the like what happened the first has. time David ever touched me. <laughs> that's On the line to get past me so he could see her as fish. <laughs> <laughs> he kissed his fingertips and then... Yeah, just, <laughs> and just touched you just on the <laughs> It was like, bless. Moved on. <laughs> nice. Um, I, if we're going to go full on Silver Linings, I mean, this soundtrack slaps oh. from start to yeah, finish. Let's, let's talk about the soundtrack. So Let's, because I woke up this morning and was like, How am I going to start my day? And I'm being dead serious. I said it deadpan, but I was like, how am I going to start my day? And I was like, I do remember loving it. Like the um, the first song with Fabulous on it. And everybody just make fun of me later for my pronunciation. (laughs) Fabulous, Fabulous. Fabulous. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) So good. Yeah. But yeah, you know, you, you've got that. You've got like Hollywood swinging, which is great. Amazing. Yeah. Cool in the gang. That's what I was listening to when you guys saw me dancing yeah. when the camera turned on. That's what I was listening to. And it's then I was like, song. shit, they can. I don't <laughs> dance. Also, Bill Withers' Lovely Day is one of my top 
songs of all times. Like that song's fantastic. Dude. Yeah. No, this soundtrack is just it kind of has that like Guardians of the Galaxy quality of like every song on this is delightful and upbeat and just you can throw the soundtrack on. No, they could have done four soundtrack albums because songs like Flashlight by Parliament aren't on there. Love to Love You Baby by Donna Summer. Rock the Boat by the Hughes Corporation. Don't rock um, the boat, easy. baby. Yeah, like so many good. Uh, Fire by the Ohio Players. Like, yeah. And that's there's a dozen more like this movie soundtrack is amazing. Well, can I throw something out there, guys? Yeah, sure. Before we move on any topics to go with this episode, since you just said all those amazing songs, may I suggest making a Spotify playlist because I will listen to it. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people just send me a list of the songs. (laughs) Yeah. That has. I also feel like that exists. I feel like there is a spot. Oh, like, there's there's got to be a yeah. roll bounce Spotify. But we're, we're going to find the That's what I was listening to, but I haven't listened to Andy McIntyre's version of it. Oh. oh now I'm, now I got it. Now I got homework. Three right, right under. Yeah. Yep. There you go. But no, this movie, like the soundtrack, is just awesome. And like they do like newer like updates on some of the songs and. Yeah, it's it's like all the best, like late 70s, like soul and disco music. It's so good. Well, and it doesn't feel, you know, because sometimes like you watch a movie where it has a lot of needle drops and it you kind of it feels exhausting because it feels like there's a lot. But like, I'd say it's seamless in this movie. One, I think because there's a lot of choreographed routines to music. So it makes sense uh, that there's always music playing when they're roller skating. But it's just it, it feels very organic in this movie when sometimes it's like. Listen to this song. And no, this one is just like it just it kind of felt like a party. It just felt like a party from start to end where it's like the music kept the energy going. And yeah, I think they did a really good job curating the music and using it. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. It's probably the best part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Is the music. It wasn't the acting necessarily, though. I have to say, like. It wasn't terrible acting. Can I just say, and he's come up on this show before, Shy McBride didn't have to go this hard in this movie. He's like, so good, man. He, I love Shy McBride. He is acting to 11 in this movie. Like, <laughs> he is he is giving so much. And he's like, he gives this movie so much gravitas. And like we were saying, those scenes where he's like applying for a job. And in the, when he gave uh, Bow Wow the roller skates, like, and had the, like, like, it's... All the emotional core of this movie is Chai McBride just acting his ass off. And I, I loved every minute of it. Also, he's effortlessly funny, too. Like, all, he's very funny and charming when he's talking to the neighbor. And well, all. and when he just starts, like, busting on uh, Bow Wow's friends. Yes. <laughs> like, that seems great. Yeah. You know, and he's just, like, ripping them way worse than they were ripping each other. And it's um, and like those scenes, like it, the acting wasn't on the whole stellar outside of shy mcbride but like you felt like you could feel that they actually all got along like it didn't seem fake they had good chemistry yeah like they had good friend chemistry the core group for sure yeah i completely agree with mixed mike and boo and boo yeah I want to give a shout out to another i and i don't like i think this is acting but i actually think it's mostly charisma is wesley jonathan as sweetness was amazing <laughs> yeah dude was straight up playing a wrestling villain like it was awesome he, he really was and i so we kind of alluded to this and maybe this is the time to talk about it uh if people haven't seen this but the the movie does an interesting thing because obviously sweetness and his crew and our our crew you know that we're rooting for 
are going to, it comes down to the two of them. They end up tying, which is interesting. And then Sweetness challenges Bow Wow, or X is the character's name, but he challenges him to like a one-on-one skate off, but Sweetness wins. And the thing is watching it. And I, I love Bow Wow's routine. I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it, but I kind of had that watching it where it didn't, it felt I thought Bow Wow was going to win and it wasn't going to feel credible to me because I thought Sweetness was better. (laughs) So I really loved that because I do think like Andy, like you said, it's the Rocky ending of like he went toe to toe with him for sure. And he did a really good job. But like, I like that he didn't win because Sweetness just like I think getting his respect as much as they built him up as this like ultimate badass of the roller skating rink was a, a great move. No, his final boss energy was off the charts. Like, he was great. Yeah, no, he was fantastic from start to finish. All this positivity fills my heart. <laughs> it was wonderful. I mean, I, I thought his crew was good. We don't have to reach for the positivity in a, in a movie. Like, that makes I know good. We, yeah. we really reached the last time, so. <laughs> I thought his crew was very charming, too. Like, I mean, as, as villains, they cracked me. Just all their, like... Uh, synchronicity, synchronicity that they had yes. when they were like they'd the be snap and skate away thing. And, yeah, yeah, they were very sassy and in perfect harmony with each other, which is very funny to me. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, it, uh, Sweetness was just a great character, just like with mm-hmm. the the girls that were like, you know, dabbing the sweat off him and fanning him, and like when the one girl is grooving to. Uh, the uh, the the garden boys uh, skate routine. He just kind of gives her that side glance, and she stops immediately. Like, so good, so good. Such a roller skating pimp. Oh yeah, he was the, <laughs> he was the, he was the king of the uh, the rink. I would watch an entire spinoff about his character. Like that. That's what needed that to happen. That would actually be great. Yeah, th- that's what needed to happen. Is we needed a sequel where Bow Wow fixes his dad's car, but also he has to team with Sweetness, who's now the star of the movie. Who and we like what's sweetness home life like? Yeah, he just goes home to an empty apartment. I would like, say it's just completely bare. <laughs> it's just the one closet of all his amazing bell bottoms and butterfly collars. But it's all the all the walls are white. There's no artwork. There's just like one folding chair <laughs> that he sits in. There's a small table and and just a just a simple bed, not a cot because that's too far, but just a simple yeah. bed. Yeah. Ah, sweetness the movie. Roll bounce to sweetness. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Wesley Jonathan, give us a ring. We'll <laughs> we'll we'll make it happen. Twenty years later. <laughs> I think it's even better. Like I mean, almost twenty years. Honestly, if it's twenty years later, then maybe it's about sweetness in the, the, now. It's the 1990s, so like roller skating rinks are gone, and he's right. it's 1998, and he's. He's trying to. He had this legendary career. He has to learn to roller blade. Ooh, because That's he's actually compi- a nice twist. He's competing yeah. in the X Games <laughs> as a forty-year-old man. We did it. Perfect. It's already written. Yeah, this movie writes itself. So Wesley <laughs> Jonathan, Shad Morris, Shy McBride, hit us up. We'll make this happen. I think Shy's got to be in it. Yeah, Chai has to be. We're not. It's not a go picture without Chai McBride, like for sure. No. We need that. You know, uh, he is the budget. <laughs> yeah. But also I could we could get a cinematic universe going because I think Garbage Men, you know, like <laughs> roll do, bounce. Like, a crossover like Repo yeah. Men or uh, 
Men at Work, Garbage Men from Roll Bounce, like double double team movie. And <laughs> even though well, Charlie Murphy, you know, rest in peace, but still. Yeah. Maybe we can get Eddie to fill yeah, in. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah. I didn't know if it was too far. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Um but yeah, like the rest, I mean the rest of the cast, uh Cleo Thomas as mixed Mike, uh he was fun. Uh Journey Smollett was great as Tori, as like the nerdy girl who then like gets her braces off and is now all of a sudden still hot. It's amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I never had braces, but all my friends did and I never saw quite the emotional transition. Wait, wait, so when you were in high school, none of your friends ever had ponytails and like paint on their overalls and slowly descended down steps in a, a dress for the big dance and suddenly we all realized they were hot? That didn't took off their glasses, took off their ponytail. <laughs> um, guys, I went to a boarding school in northern New Hampshire um, with a dress code of blazers and slacks. So all individual individuality was just like ripped from you. Uh, you know, so that's a I different teen movie. <laughs> it's a very different teen movie. I actually think it's more of one of those like racy very, dramas. Yeah, not that's nefarious. That's very uh, um, cruel intentions. Maybe more like my high school experience. Mixed mixed with a healthy dose of a separate piece, which was also about yeah, New and, boarding um, school. Oh, what was that amazing Robin Williams movie? Oh, uh, Dead Poets Society. Dead Poets Society. Throw in a little bit of that. First, you know what's funny with Robin Williams? I was like, Good Will Hunting? Like, I was like, he's done <laughs> no, more that than was, one. That was, that was after college. I know he's done, yeah. <laughs> Patch Adams. That's Stop. what it was. Yeah. Swimming Popeye. with noodles. <laughs> Um, I thought like the the general design of the movie uh was really good. Like the the roller rink looked very authentic. Like the the one that got closed in the beginning, you know that felt very real, and all of that was really good. Um, also the cameo by DMC, uh, Daryl McDaniel from Run DMC as the DJ in the opening scene, like that. As someone who absolutely loves Run DMC and like early hip hop, that made well, me very happy well that's i mean we've kind of danced around this but maybe just to hit it harder i mean this cast is stacked like just yeah. in terms of like core cast in terms of because we haven't talked about nick cannon we haven't talked about wayne brady like there are no. a lot of recognizable faces who do very small parts yeah in this um, movie. i mean brandon t jackson as a junior like has had a really good career um this is one of his first big roles but yeah mike apps charlie murphy yeah there's a lot of really great Rick Gonzalez, we talked about who we all love from old school and everything else. Yeah. I enjoyed. I feel like when you were brought up by like Bow Wow was discovered by Snoop Dogg. Yes. And Jermaine Dupree. Yes. And so I feel like any movie he got into was going to be stacked. Like the people who raised him were not going to be like, be fine he'll be yeah. fine let I mean, let him figure it out like yeah no no if if snoop dog calls you and says he needs a favor you need to be in roll bounce you're in roll bounce that's how it We're works in roll bounce. yeah it, no one's saying no to snoop dog no now then ever? ever yeah no he he says he says yeah i need you hey wayne brady i know you're blown up on whose line is it anyway but i'm gonna need you to do a 12 minute cameo. <laughs> and here's the thing is that I don't don't think this was the movie that they 
we're risking losing credibility as actors. Oh, no. no. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it wasn't like, not to throw it under the bus again, but simply irresistible. I unfollowed Sarah Michelle Geller on Instagram because of that. Wow. Dang. Wow. Yep. <laughs> not like she knows, but I did. She, she knows now because yeah. we know she's listening. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Sarah. She's a huge fan. <laughs> she wrote us so much fan mail after that episode. And she was like, she's like oh, my God. like, thank you for being three out of the seven people that tolerated this entire movie. <laughs> the other was Sean Patrick Flannery. Bless his soul. <laughs> Can't unsee that. Yeah. Uh, no, like this. Yeah, this movie. I don't think there's anyone in this cast that regrets doing this movie, nor should they, because it's just it's a ton of fun. Um, everybody does a really good job. And, you know, it's. Uh, it's like a great coming of age story, and I'm I think everyone on some level is a sucker for a good coming of age story. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a good, good flick. Guys, I'm reading Bow Wow's. Um, Wikipedia page, and it is. The fourth movie that they list, like in the, the beginning yeah. of the thing. I mean, there you go. I mean, he's had I mean, what's, I'm guessing, let's see, like Mike, probably Fast and Furious. All about the Benjamins, Johnson mm. Family Vacation, Tokyo Drift, Entourage, CSI Cyber, which I didn't know was a thing. There are so many CSIs and NCIS. There really are. And Law and Orders. And I think he was a good actor. I really, I don't know. Yeah, he's likable. He's got charisma for sure. And he was, you know, um, I feel like he might have done more of his actual skating than uh, Wesley Jonathan did. Agreed. I... It didn't seem like he was doing a lot of his skating. I'm not trying to be negative. We're being very positive in this movie. There was a lot of shots of a pair of legs that were not attached to an upper body. So. Oh, I didn't say he was doing a lot. <laughs> I just said he's doing more. Wesley Jonathan as sweetness. I think to be clear, I don't know how much anyone in this movie was do- like. They, I think they all could skate normally, but a lot of the stunts. Yeah, I, I think I think they had to skate normally enough where they could go forwards and backwards with their faces on screen. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what the triple I, lutz was not being performed by Bow Wow. I think that right. is a little bit of what hurt. Uh, like why it seemed like they should lose is because I I, I think they stacked a lot of the other. Uh, crews with uh, people who, who could just do this stuff because they didn't have a lot of characters didn't have lines so there was like the montage of all the people so right. you could see people who could do this stuff sort of not making it to the finals you know yes that probably some of the stunt doubles that were in um that were performing the the doubling for the skate scenes for the the number one crew yeah I think they did a good job yeah, but there, but there yeah. is a fair amount of upper body of bow wow or sweetness or whoever kind of doing something with their arms and their upper body and then it would cut to just a pair of legs that were oh yeah doing very wide intricate, shots yeah and then a lot of wide shots for any of the sort of spins or jumps or anything yeah and again i'm just saying that he did more than wesley i think there were <laughs> there there were more shots full body shots that was clear that it was bow wow doing some moves yeah i and i mean i don't disagree with you but i think it's like he did two percent to his one percent i think that's I gone as high as six but you know <laughs> um another thing that was delightful was the end credits like oh yeah it's like when wayne Brady's is like it's time for a group skate and then they just do an end credit scene with just literally everyone having fun skating and it's you know what? Really cool. I'm going to give a, another <laughs> shout out to Chai McBride you thought we couldn't possibly find another way to give him a shout out <laughs> 
he was still acting because clearly that was like, let's all cut loose. This is the fun credits. He was still in character because he was kind of wobbly on the skates, wobbly on the skates. And he was making jokes and you couldn't hear what he was saying, but he was like, he clearly was still acting in the let's all just skate around to get some B roll for the end credits. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to skate as dad. Yes, Curtis. Yeah, no, 100 percent. No, I love that man. I really do. But. He's so good. Oh, he's so good. I have like a newfound admiration for him that I didn't know needed to exist. You haven't done a podcast where you watch maligned movies and he's shown up a few times. Okay. <laughs> so true. What was yeah, the, Andy, what was the last one? Because I know that he's in Gone in 60 Seconds, which we did a long time ago, but he was in something more recently, too, that we watched. Uh, I can't remember. It'll come to me, but it was something... He was playing like another heavy, like a tough guy character, I feel like. Yeah. What was it? It's going to drive me crazy. But I, I, um, but yeah, Gone in 60 Seconds is like, I feel like a big one. I also, uh, the thing too, Stephanie, if it helps too, if you've never seen the show Pushing Daisies, that is where yeah. a lot of my love from him like comes from yeah. too. Because he's okay. like, that's like a proper TV show that was canceled way too soon that he was great in where he just played this like no nonsense detective. And he was really good as the principal in Boston Public. I, I watched that, too. Yeah, I enjoyed Boston Public as well. Which is like one of the few shows about teachers that almost gets it. I love almost. that. Almost. Oh. Uh, Abbott Elementary, though. But we're not yeah. talking about great shows about teachers. Although, although, I think we were saying this off the air. My only knock on Abbott Elementary is they have a character who's from Baltimore and no one in that show has ever been to Baltimore or understands how to write a character from Baltimore. But it's fine. Yeah. That's accurate. Uh, it was cra- It was Cradle to the Grave. You, did you say you've never been to Baltimore? Oh, Cradle to the Grave. That's right. Yeah. You should go. You should go to Baltimore. Yeah, I really want to, especially yeah. since crab's one of my favorite foods. Even, yeah. after, even after Simply Irresistible. I let it go. Yeah. <laughs> but no, and, you... I mean, it, it's like right in the beginning of soft shell season, so, you know. But yeah, but, but also don't eat soft shell crabs because they're gross. Eat hard shell crabs. They're so good. And you get them... Here's what you do. You get a, okay. a brown paper bag full of crabs that's called you, a bushel and that's called a bushel and then you throw old bay on them and you eat them and that's that's pretty much it that's literally my heaven anything i can yeah. pick with my hands it's it is one of the things that i for sure miss the most is just that you're sitting at a outdoor like picnic table maybe with some newspaper or brown paper down and you're just all picking yep. crabs and eating them it's a thing it's a it's a whole experience Yep. While watching roll bounce in the background. Yeah, obviously you're always watching roll bounce. Or in the at the very least, <laughs> or at the very least, the uh, Spotify playlist that I'm going to make as soon as we end. And thank you, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this um, go watch this movie, everybody. Like, I I don't know that we ever so strongly recommend and say actually go watch a movie on this podcast very often, but oh, that makes me so happy because I know I could I. <sighs> Again, because I, I love movies, but I don't watch a ton of them. I just couldn't pick a dud because I didn't have another dud. This was as duddy as I got. And you have an impeccable taste is yeah. what I think that means. Blessed year old. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, uh, no, I have the attention yeah. span of like, if I'm not into it, like he said, uh, Joel suggested I watch Pig, which is a movie totally up my alley. But the first few scenes are about the actual truffle hunting pig and i got emotionally attached to the pig and i had to shut it off yeah because i was like what if the pig gets hurt i mean obviously what happens to the pig is he gets stolen but like i was like nope can't do it can't do it so that's why this movie stuck yeah 
Also, everyone should go watch Pig because that movie's great. No, Pig is but, great. Yeah. Yeah. But no, this like this movie, it's like because it's it's pretty positive throughout the whole thing. Like, even though, you know, they don't win the big skating crown or whatever, but like, but it, it you know, there's some emotional peaks and valleys. I yeah. think I think characters grow and change. Yeah. Uh, As a professional character, runner up, I related to it in many different ways. There you go. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, it's. It's a testament to how upbeat this movie is that he lost and it didn't feel at all. It felt right. Like it, it just somehow it kept up. It, it has a very like parks and recreation vibe to it of like, even though it deals with sad stuff, there was never a moment that it felt pessimistic or yeah, like losing. I don't know. He loses. He's laying on the ground. Immediately. All of his friends are around him there. You know, he gets sweetnesses, respect like there's no this movie if nothing else, in these dark times, this movie is relentlessly positive, even when Bow Wow is smashing his dad's car and not fixing it. Not that I'm going to keep bringing that up, but he did not fix that car. It was, a real, it was but, tough. Yeah. That we know of. That we know of. He might have paid for it after when he became. Might he use maybe use some of his winnings to help repay he, it. He didn't win any money because oh, he in sweetness. The all, yeah. yeah so Had they make number two, we would have known. Yeah. But no, Sweetness got, he and his crew each got $100, I guess. In 1978, though, that's not bad. That's not bad. No. I think that is, if I can do the inflation correctly, that's $10 million now. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like some of my other favorite podcasters who like, this one guy will do the inflation and then the the host will like actually do it. And he's like always off by like millions. Yeah. yeah. Although 100, I mean... That is several thousand dollars in current money. Like, that's accurate, probably. Pretty good. Yeah. All for skating to some cool in the gang. What do you think? But Sweetness was probably, like, pulling down... Because I got the impression... Do I have this wrong? I felt like he was getting paid by the roller skating rink, right? Like, he was, like, their like a celebrity, like, endorser type. Yeah. That's the, essentially the mascot of the uh, Sweetwater roller skating rink. So I don't even think he needed the money. Gotta buy his furs. I mean, those clothes don't pay for themselves. That is true. That's what's crazy is all the money that he's making, he's losing in all of the the outfits. Oh, I wouldn't say he's losing. <laughs> but I'm saying he's not like he that's why he lives in that uh small apartment with that no austere ar- apartment with just a simple bed, a small table, and a and one folding chair. Yeah. And then his closet of just impeccable uh yeah. Bell bottoms and butterfly collars and Well guys, what I think we I think we did it. I think we did. Yeah. I Stephanie, you are welcome back anytime to pick I I would love to see what you pick next. You know. Yes. You guys should do the classics. <laughs> that's that's one area where we really haven't touched much. I think like yeah, we need a maligned oldest, classic movie, I think. Like classic movie era, like classic Hollywood era could be a good thing. Um, because I think the oldest movie we've done might be Caddyshack too. We had to have done something <laughs> from the seventies. I I feel like someone figured that out, but yeah, I feel like and we, let us know. Get in the comments. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Stephanie, what would you like to plug, and where can well, listeners find you? Everybody, please go on to any of the platforms and listen to Stephanie know some shit. Um, Joel and my Instagram handle is at Stephanie knows some shit. Uh, it's a podcast where we talk about really funny things, really serious things. We do interviews with my friends, 
Um, but basically like just honest conversations about the things that I think I know, which is mostly food related. Uh, so please definitely go give that a check. And that's kind of all I got going on for me right now. Mm -hmm. I got a regular Instagram, Stephanie Smar. I post pictures of me taking pictures in mirrors because I can't take a selfie. So yeah, (laughs) Stephanie knows some shit though. That's the big one. And yeah, when you definitely listen to that podcast, it's excellent. Um, I have no vested interest in its success or failure, but I will fully endorse it as a really good, good listen. I also, as another impartial person, uh, would say <laughs> that it's great and everyone should listen to it. And when Stephanie says her friends, if you go right now to that show, you can listen to us talk to Kristen Kish. How about that? Yes, you can. And it might be a two-parter because she and I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. Yeah, so so definitely go listen to that because it was delightful. Yeah. So, so that's right, it. Well, thanks for doing it. And uh, we'll be back in the month of June with uh, not necessarily classic movies, but definitely older ones. We are getting older. Fun. Yeah, we're older in June. So we're, we're starting to get there. I love that, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Silver Linings Playback is a production of HoboTrashCan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on Apple Podcasts. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. Hi, everyone. I'm Joel Murphy. And I'm Stephanie Smar. And this is Stephanie Knows Some Shit, where every week we are going to tap into Stephanie's brain and share with you some of the insight that she has about cooking, shopping, Top Chef, all of the things that you want to know. Yeah, we're going to tell some stories, enjoy some time together, and really dive into the things that you might be afraid to Google. We might have the answer. I actually, I'm pretty confident we do. 